welcome back to another new episode of the Seven Lakes Spartan Sports Podcast. I have a very special guest today. This is one of the, you know, one of the very first wrestling coaches that I've had the pleasure of visiting with in any capacity. You know, it's one of the things we're going to talk about. Wrestling isn't something that's actually it's not it's not competed in at every single district here in the Houston area. So we're going to dive more into that. But it's my honor and pleasure to welcome Coach Mike Demarchi to the podcast. How you doing? I'm doing great, Coach. And now, first of all, we were talking a little bit before the show. You're you're a native. Now you have to correct me. Ohioan is that the correct nomenclature? I I think it's been a while. <laughs> I've been gone for about 27 years, so it's been a while. <laughs> so let's start with that, Coach. Just for the parents and fans tuning in, just get to know a little bit more about you. You're from the Cleveland area, so just tell yeah. us more about growing up up there uh, out by the lake. Uh, it was cold. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, if, if I go back home, it's uh, I'm always too cold, as my my grandmother said. Your your blood thins out, and it's a real thing. Uh, I go yeah. home, and I'm in sweaters and sweatshirts, and and hugging myself and dying. And uh, my wife's actually from Michigan, so I spend a lot of time up there as well, which is hard for an Ohio and you know for a Buckeye fan to have to be in that state up north. It's rough. Um, I don't <laughs> mind going up to above. You know, if you go above Detroit and above the mitten, it's all you know, uh, lakes and, you know, right. beauty. And, and I, I just try to stay away from Ann Arbor, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it was, uh, it was cold. It was fun. Uh, uh, total, you know, good old fashioned Midwestern Rust Belt grow up. Uh, yeah. I, I went to uh, school in the East side of Cleveland and, uh, wrestled and ran track there. Um, uh, believe it or not, I was actually way better at, at track and high jump than I was at wrestling. I just kind of, like you said, there's not really prevalent down here. And when I was down here, in 95 uh wrestling hadn't started in the uil wrestling started in 1998 and then okay. i came the year after that in 1999 i started at may creek uh and then uh you know opened up this program over here but uh after high school i went to uh university of toledo uh okay. and and actually you know again as a buckeye it was rough but the and when i was at toledo it's right there on the edge and i uh, my senior year i lived closer to michigan than i did to the university and i ended up student teaching in michigan so, uh, you know, I, I, I guess I keep, keep getting pulled up that way, but, uh, yeah, no, it's been pretty cool. And I, uh, at, uh, at 22, I had the opportunity to kind of, you know, start a new life and tried out some new things and drove, you know, about 1500 miles away and started out fresh with, uh, with nothing. I just had my car and I, uh, I had a terrible, uh, apartment just North of Westheimer <laughs> and uh, I was teaching Ailey for a couple of years, slept on the floor for a month and then upgraded to a couch. And then, uh, you know, eventually I, I got a real bed like a, you know, a year later, but, uh, been down here since 95, man, coach, I love that story, you know, and as a former coach myself and I'm from Texas, I've just been so pleasantly surprised with, with the, with the Midwesterners that we've gotten here to become coaches. Of course, I'm sure, you know, Phil Dober there on the yeah. seven lakes, you know, coaching staff. He's also from the Cleveland area. He said the exact same thing. He's like, Kobo, you know, like he's like, we're not just, we're not like we don't like, like the cold, you know? <laughs> so it's like, when you, when you come down here, it's like, it's not like, it's not like you guys are built better for the cold. You just, you have to tolerate it up there for long periods of time. So I totally I, I get think that. that. I I think for the first year I had my car windows down, no matter what the the year yeah. or what the time of the year it was. I it, the only thing I pulled them up for was in the rain. I was so excited to see blue sky. Cause it just, you know, coming off that lake, you get that kind of nondescript gray, gray sky for like six months. And it's exactly. just rough. It's rough. Yeah, but man, I love I love your backstory, coach. And like I said, the mid all the coaches I've met from the Midwest, be it from Iowa, Ohio, Michigan, I met so many. I mean, they're all just wonderful. So we're so glad that you're here. Lo love the way that you really 
just started from the bottom up. I mean, just just starting with that that humble start to your career. And let's talk about wrestling though. I'm from Fort Bend County. I'm from Fort Bend ISD. Did not have wrestling anytime. Still do not have wrestling to my knowledge. You know, Lamar consolidated down the whole southwest side doesn't really have it. Obviously, Katie and I know Cy Fair is a big wrestling district. I know uh, HISD, like Northside High School, has put out some good wrestlers. So, I mean, it's really just kind of sporadic. Can you explain uh, that to us? Uh, <laughs> this for, for parents maybe new to wrestling, like which districts have it and why is it so scattered? I, I wish I could explain it. Uh, yeah. uh, I, I am I am flabbergasted by Fort Bend. Uh, there's a couple of clubs that are in that area for the youth, um, and there's no place for kids to go. Yeah, I uh, when it first was coming out, I think it was a um, a little bit more of an older school uh, athletic director that was kind of over my cold dead body kind of thing. Uh, the idea of cutting weight and you know what he thought it was going to do the football programs. And then after he retired, I was like, "Ooh, Fort Bend's coming wrestling." No, it hasn't shown up, and it's a, uh, you know, it, it's. Look, I'm a teacher first, you know, long before I'm a, uh, a coach, and it's all about the kids. And what a great place to put kids first. You know, you've you've got this, uh, you know, 100 pound kid that man, he is never going to be the point guard. He is never going to dunk. He is never going to play any position in football, especially when we get up to the, you know, full varsity six A. But there's stud in the wrestling room. Yeah, I have weight classes from 106 pounds all the way up to 285 pounds, 14 different weight classes. And these kids get all these really cool opportunities that they wouldn't normally get somewhere else. And it's just, I mean, I love it. I mean, the sports in general, but definitely wrestling really kind of saved my life. I was, I wasn't doing all the right stuff and it was, you know, it was those coaches and it was also that uh, opportunities because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the younger brother. So I always got beat up and <laughs> and like, if you could maintain position and be tough, they were going to make a mistake. And it's like boxing, you, you, you know, like knockout, you knock them out and wrestling. I can catch them and pin them and it's over. doesn't matter what the score is. I pinned you. It's over. And uh, that really kind of spoke to me. It was just like, you know, it's, it's never over till it's over and keep going. Um, the, uh, the area around here, West side is kind of uh, it's, it's uh, West side is, is uh, site based. So it's, it's school by school. Uh, they, they have more uh, schools wrestling in five, a than in six, a um, Cy fair is full. Uh, all of their schools do it. All the Katie schools do it. Um, and Klein, uh, Klein is a uh, really good con the Conroe area. Uh, Conroe ISD has it, uh, clear Lake, um, humble ISD. Um, really it's going to be, you know, what, what's like, what's missing, uh, is, uh, is Fort Bend, uh, a leaf, Aldine. Um, right. and then, uh, you know, I mean, really like the, the kind of, I guess, suburban districts, you could say the big, oh my gosh, where are they? It's Fort Bend, uh, Lamar sure. consolidated has wrestling. Oh, do they? Uh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, they do, and they are they are mostly split between five A and six A. I'm, I'm sorry, split. They're all five A except for George Ranch, which is actually in our district. Correct. So yeah. Okay. We have a we have a ten team district, the nine Katy schools, and then George Ranch. So, parents, I mean, I I think you've made a great decision to move into Katy ISD. I'm actually moving into Katy ISD with my family. You know, oh, as awesome. we speak. Um, great decision. Great coaches. Great programs. And the argument about cutting weight and hurting football, it definitely hasn't hurt football. <laughs> I can tell you, no. tell you that much, but um, you know, I, I think that's really interesting. Another cool thing about your background coach, you said you started at Maid Creek, but you also, as far as I can tell you, you are the sole wrestling coach in the history of seven lakes high school. I've had a bunch of great assistants, but I, I did open up the building. Right. Um, so it was, it was Oh five. It was a, uh, it was kind of one, another great story, but the, uh, um, my wife and I had our uh, had our son in June of 05 
And then I started the new, uh, the new school, new program, everything in August of 05. And then like in February of 06, we sold uh, our house and bought a new one. So it was like, I was trying to put everything that I could possibly stress myself in one year. And go. it was like, the only thing I was missing was like death or a divorce. But uh, <laughs> it was just, it was just one of those years. And uh, it was great. And the really, the really fun part is that, you know, my, uh, my wife would, you know, would wheel the, my, uh, my son up here in the stroller for, you know, meet the parent night. And now my son's a junior on my wrestling team. I that mean, is awesome. It is. And my, my daughter's a freshman plays volleyball here. Uh, is, you know, yeah. it, seven lakes is such a great place. It's not just the academic hub it is, but it is also, there's so many great programs and it's not the success. I mean, you, I, you've talked to so many of them already, but it's just God, the, the way the coaches work together, yes. the, you know, the sharing, I, I just, just today, my, uh, my daughter got, you know, the track coach came into her volleyball period and was like, Hey, where's the marching? All right. Hey, you high jump, don't you? Well, yeah, but great. You can come after volleyball. I'll see you. And they worked all around her, her club schedule. She stays in the athletic period. She's doing everything. And it's, I mean, it's what kind of coaches do that? Seven legs coaches. That's who does it. I love hearing that. And, you know, you, you kind of jokingly said to me that you, you're, you're, this episode had a top coach Beck's episode. And so you've already <laughs> got one point on him. You, you've been here one year longer because he came <laughs> the second year. So you got one, one strike against him. Uh, but also one cool thing that I love about all you guys and, and ladies, you know, every, everyone here at seven lakes, I do sense that team feeling as I conduct these interviews. And I remember Jordan uh, coach Beck in his episode, he talked about how much sharing is going on of athletes. I think he, I can't remember exactly what example he gave me, but like there was a football player who was swimming and wrestling. I mean, just doing everything, which you don't typically see that kind of sport combination. And the fact that in his training, uh, coach Beck is out there, you know, flipping tires and pushing sleds and doing things, just doing ultra. I just, everything about it, the way that, that, that this staff all works together is extremely impressive to me. And I want parents to know as someone who's coached for 11 years prior to this, it's not always common. No, you know, it's not. it's not, you know, so I, I think that, Spartan fans should be really thankful for, for this kind of a uh, synergy I'll have, but can you, can you explain a little more and let us kind of give us some examples from your perspective on, on the teamwork that you're seeing from the coaches? Um, look, the, uh, like I said, if you're, you're a teacher first, you're going to put kids first. And if you're going to yeah. put kids first, there's no ego yeah. and there's, you know, there, there's no, there's no young coaches here. Like not that young is bad, but there's no young coaches. Like I gotta make my mark. They realize that they're, they make their mark by doing the right things for kids. And right if the right thing for a kid is to let him try and do two and three and four things at the same time. And yeah. And it's, you know, the, the share is a little bit different when it's, you know, it's varsity to JV. Sure. Uh, I, you know, I got a kid that's, you know, he's JV for us and he's like their number one baseball player. Like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to give a little bit more earlier in the, and, and then flipped. I have another baseball player. He's varsity for me and he's a freshman for, you know, for them. And right. so they're like, I don't want to talk to him. He made the team. I don't want to talk to him until you guys finish wrestling. And, just to, honestly, just respect and communication. And, um, you know, that let's be honest, the big thing is if you don't have the right leader, it's not working. And, right. you know, Coach Hammond, which I know that you love, he's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, he was there at senior night with us last night, and one of our sets of parents were late. And my thing is whenever we have a kid that doesn't have parents that are coming or they're late, it always goes to my first assistant. He's the first walker, then yeah. my second assistant, and then my wife. And before I even had a chance, Coach Hammond's like, who? Got it. He was already there. He was lined up. He's like, do I have time to change? I was like, no, you don't. But, you know, he went out there just like it's supposed to. And, you know, and it, it, yeah. it comes from the top. It, it yeah. comes from the top. And there's there's great people here that are all doing the right things. And it just helps when you have that support. And it's it's what you do. 
it's just what you do. And that's, you know, I don't even think about it. I just try to do the right thing. I mean, and, and I mean, good Lord sports. How about fine arts? I got kids that yeah. I share with fine arts. I get kids yep. that I, uh, I, I had kids that were in, they were at MIT last week for the uh, science Olympia at the nationals. You know, I mean, it's just, you just got to do what, Oh, you're going to be a JV wrestler at kind of a, one of your eight tournaments, or you can go to Boston and, and compete for a national title. Bring me back some baked beans. All right. I mean, yeah, go. I love it. Love it. No, I love all that. And, and again, the, the longevity on the staff, you know, you mentioned some, some older coaches. I mean, many of you that I've talked to have been there for 10, 15 years. And so again, like you said, it just shows uh, that that type of turnover is really impressive. There's a lack thereof of turnover is really impressive shows just how much everybody loves showing up to work and, and, and the kids and community at seven lakes. So I'm proud to be a part of it as the as a podcast host, but you know, let's talk about, let's, let's kind of zone in on your wrestling team now. So you're kind of closing in now on your district championship. <laughs> so this is, you know, this is the moment and coach Beck just did this, you know, a week or so ago with the right. swim team, but th this is the moment where you're going to compete against your district rival. So just explain to all of us listening, kind of the lead up to it, how you guys have been doing and, and how you're looking coming into the district meet. Um, to for the wrestling novice, which I'm sure I'm yep. speaking to a lot. Um, there are two ways to compete in a wrestling event. There's what's called a duel. And uh, if you want to, you can spell that D U E L like a duel or D U A L two teams. Okay. Cause you can have a try meet a quad meet. Anyway, in a duel, it is like last night was Tompkins. It's my 14 boys versus Tompkins 14 boys. And each of them, they wrestle. And then after the, you know, the wins and the losses, we add up all the points and you got a winner. Um, and then there is a, a individual tournament, which means that there are like we're going to the district tournament. There's 10 teams and each kid is in their own weight class bracket. So instead of me versus Tompkins or me versus Taylor or me versus Cinco, it is all of the 106 pound boys are going to wrestle in a bracket and you advance out just like you would with the basketball sweet 16. Right. The difference is that we, we actually, we, you can wrestle at the backside. So if you lose it's double elimination, you lose, okay. you keep going. Uh, we'll take the top four out of our district and head into the regional. And there's four districts that compete in that regional have another 16 man bracket. So four from each district and they'll wrestle that again, each individually. And we'll, um, <clears throat> top four get out and go to state and at the state meet we have obviously it's a 16-man bracket again and it's the the big goal there is obviously to win a state title individually but um you know top six are going to be all state going to get a medal it's kind of a big deal it's that's our individually for the kids that's our program goal i don't know if you can see over my shoulder there our number one program objective is to build good people and the next one is place individuals at state and so to get them to state i got to get them out of districts i got to get them out of regionals and then we got to get through state it's a it's a grind you know, it's, it's obviously it's a mixed martial art. So it's a, you know, it's, it's a real fight. It's, it's tough. Um, there are, you know, each match, there's three periods. They start on their feet and then they can choose to go top, bottom or neutral, which means they're, I'd have to show you a picture. Yeah. <laughs> but there, there's a position where they're on the mat on the top, on the mat on the bottom or back a neutral. And they're, the whole point is you're trying to pin the bad guy's uh, shoulders in the, in the 10 foot <laughs> circle for two seconds. Um, no ring ropes. Uh, nobody paints their face. Uh, you can't use a chair. Um, <laughs> These are all questions I have answered in the past, so I'm not just making that up. This is this is for real. <laughs> but uh, uh, heading into districts, uh, uh, you know, your seed's a, a big part of that. The the higher your seed, the a little bit easier your path is, uh, and we get that all year. You know, working on that all year long. There's kind of a point system you earn as you go, and of course, if you've you know you wrestled somebody head to head, that that supersedes everything. Um, it's a it's going to be interesting for us this year. The kids are you know as always. I'm so blessed with these kids. Uh, we have such a good group of kids. Uh, it's not the, 
you know, ready-made. I already knew how to wrestle in middle school. This is these, most of these kids come out for the first time, you know, to wrestle with me and they're coachable. And we, and then I have all these, we have a system of leadership where they're all taking care of each other, great family atmosphere. So they're working hard, but, um, uh, last year there, there's four divisions of the district championship. There's varsity boys and varsity girls. Then we have a JV boy division. We have a JV girl division, and then we have a rookie boy division. And last year we were on top of it. Um, we, we took first in four of those divisions Wow! on the, on the rookie boy division. We took second. So yeah. we, we were everybody's nightmare last year. Uh, and out of my 14 boys weight classes, I have three of those returning from graduation and, right. and one in this is, I really don't like to say the R word with the building thing, but um, you know, there, there's some tough, there's some tough stuff, tough sledding ahead. Uh, girls went from 10 weight classes last year, the uh, UIL uh, upped it to 12 weight classes. And so from that district championship team, we got six. So yeah. we got six kids that are brand spanking new at varsity. Some of them brand spanking new to wrestling and varsity. Right. And then others like it's their first time at varsity. And we have a system. I, I got a, you know, a, a slogan every year. And for this one, it was the power of the process. We know what we're doing. There's a process. And if you want to go ahead and put my results in November and fire me, big mistake. If yeah. you look at what we yeah. did in November and then look at the team that we are in, you know, January and February, it's going to be different. It's going to be different. Every year I'll have a set of coaches. They're like, Hey, you guys aren't having a very good year. And I was like, it's November 12th. And they're like, yeah, yeah. February is yep. going to be rough. And you're like, yes, yes, it is <laughs> <It's> rough <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah. So it's a, you know, it's a grind. It's such great kids. Uh, you know, we, uh, we just did district duels. Um, where we, it, it's, it's in, informal as far as any kind of thing going to the UIL, but we all dueled each other in the district to see who would, you know, were the top there. And, um, uh, the girls took second excellent, and, uh, and the boys took fourth and, uh, it was, you know, it was good hard fights, hard fought stuff. Um, the, the scoring is a little bit different than the individual. I don't know what we're going to shake out. Uh, but I, I have a little bit less stress because last year we got down to the edge, like, Ooh, we should win this. And then you start losing sleep. Yeah. Um, this year, it's not that I don't think we can win it. It's that I only have to worry about the individuals and go forward. And, you know, they're, they're they just keep coming along every time I push them and they turn around and, and give me something else. I'm like, Oh, I guess we can go further with this group. So they're, they're continuing to surprise me over and over and over again. My younger brother is a head wrestling coach in Oklahoma, and he, you know, he was a football coach that, but was tasked with starting a wrestling program. So last year was his inaugural year, and I watched him fight and scrap to raise the money to, or first of all, find a room where they were going to house their their workout room, get mats, get the headgear, get the get the singlets, get the equipment, and I'm so proud of him. And he reports back to me just how much he loves it and how how great it is for his kids including kids that play football or any sport i mean it it is awesome just to you you know all this i'm preaching to the choir but just just the conditioning the toughness uh the mental strength and so i'm curious you mentioned a lot of your a lot of your uh, athletes have not experienced wrestling and i'm not surprised by that again like we talked about in the city maybe a lot of youth parents don't know how to how to get their kids started. So what advice would you give for a parent who is maybe has a, an elementary kid or a middle school kid? How can they start getting into the wrestling scene as a youth if, if they're interested in it? Uh, youth, uh, the best thing is to is to find yourself a club. Uh, I'll go ahead and give a plug to the, the Katy Area Wrestling Club. Okay. Uh, they're great. They work with the kids. Uh, we have, at one point, we've had our own club that just that was uh, feeding 
Seven Lakes, and then it had some Tompkins kids, and the uh, changeover in parent leadership and COVID killed us. Sure. And yeah. honestly, uh, for my next part, I kind of I I dove kind of feet first in. Uh, I'm pushing really hard to try and get KDISD to accept uh, uh, junior high wrestling at every single campus. Um, I've taken the first step with that uh, with our district together. We did a lot to make that happen. Uh, I've been tasked to put together a, a budget uh, and hoping, you know, hopefully some KDSD people are listening and they know how important this is to us. Uh, that's kind of my swan song. If I can get that to happen, I can ride off in the sunset and feel a little better uh, about what I've done and what yeah. I've accomplished. Uh, but I'm sure it's definitely I, I'm pushing, but it's not going to be me. It's going to be a bunch of coaches, junior high principals, athletic administration. Uh, there's a there's a lot to be done in the in the right now it's grassroots we're trying to get them to get involved uh, i got my the junior high principals were over here for what we did with our kids loving every minute of it and they're like when 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 i'm ready and it's we can't do it one campus at a time we got to do all of them so um parents that are listening it's it's one it's get involved in that youth club and then find out what high school you're zoned to and you contact that coach because something's happening in the spring Right. And there might even be something happening in the summer. I have I keep the, the mat room open and I, I have a separate side for uh, junior high that I do for for high school uh, during, you know, outside of the summer strength and conditioning. We're, we're considered an individual sport, so we can work with those kids all the time. Um, you got to kind of reach out, make your contacts, uh, you know, and even if you're not zoned to Seven Lakes, you can contact me and I'll tell you who you need to contact. Right. The, you know, because I, I want kids involved in the sport because I know that if we have a huge groundswell, they're going to have to add junior high wrestling. So it can't just be from Seven Lakes or Tompkins or Cinco. It needs to be all across the district where, you know, it's, you create a, a big enough, you know, uh, a group of people in Groundswell. It's going to happen. So it's I'm super positive that it's going to happen soon. I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm actualizing it. I'm, I'm uh, making it, it into happen. existence, coach. That's I love it. it. That is exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> No, man, I, I love your passion. I mean, I think that's awesome, and it's just going to benefit the kids. And you're way too young to be getting close to your talking about your swan song and that kind of stuff. you got a long way to go and, and more titles to win. It's going to start next week, hopefully. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll bring back some kind of hardware uh, back to campus. So as we kind of wrap it up, Coach, can you let the fans and listeners know how they can support you next – or where and when they can support you next week? Um, next week, it's going to be Thursday at the Merrill Center. Uh, we will – uh, we'll weigh in in the morning around 7.30. I think the wrestling action is going to happen around 8.30 or 9 o'clock, depending on if we have a, a full enough uh, bracket on the girls' side where we have to do that first round. Uh, but it will be at the Merrill Center. So, um, you know, I, I encourage everybody to take the day off and go up there. Um, you know, my principal, Ms. Finnison, is not really excited. I might be emailing that to the staff, but I'll do it again. until <laughs> will take, take a sick day. Uh, right now she likes me. Maybe if we had 30, 40 people call in, she may not like me anymore. But, right. Uh, sure. <laughs> but, uh, get up to the Merrill center. Honestly, uh, the way it's set up is, uh, uh, the finals will not happen before three o'clock. They're set to happen at three o'clock. Okay. If we get there before that, we will break and we will not wrestle until three o'clock and the finals, it will be. First and second going on one mat, third and fourth going on another mat, and fifth and sixth going on the the other mat. And um, and I didn't explain that it's top four go to regionals, but at the end of the tournament, if fifth place has not wrestled fourth place, you can challenge them and take their spot. And it uh, wow. you want to talk about some heart wrenching stuff because it is we're done. The team points are done, the trophies are out, the kid the medals are done, and then they go and they wrestle for that spot. They don't exchange medals, they don't exchange team points. It's just the opportunity to wrestle. You want to talk about a, a dog fight? That's the one that Man. is, yeah. that is hard stuff, but good <laughs> at the same time. Hey, and if, 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 if you're listening and you've never been to a wrestling 
dual or meet or you know, I've I've been to my I went to my brother's regional meet in Oklahoma. Incredible intensity. Just just something that you can't even describe. And even in this amongst the fans, the fans are so invested. It is just emotional. It's intense. It's everything that Coach Beck described the district swim meet to be. Just and I think these are sports that maybe a lot of us maybe we're more we're more used to baseball or basketball, football. Swimming and wrestling have some of the most intense district competition I've ever seen in my life. So please make it out there, Spartan Nation. Coach DeMarchi, thanks so much for joining us, man. It's been a real treat to talk to you. Thank you very much. All right. We'll see you all next week out of the Merrill Center, and go Spartans.